0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Q4U podcast. So sorry, this bonus episode is a little late. (laughs) We said it was going to come out in October and that's not happening, but it's all good. (laughs) Um, So, uh, Chantal, you picked this episode or this bonus episode topic. So tell us what's going on and tell us who is with us today.
1: So we have, you can introduce yourself, our special guest. hello
2: <laughs> nearly for the second time um I'm Lida, known as Lida Kino on the interwebs I am a blogger slash ex-youtuber and um I just never shut up about anime
0: <laughs> it's okay neither do we <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> and do too many things on the interwebs as well I
0: forgot that line <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. So, Chantal, what are we going to talk about today? And why is Leda here as a special guest?
1: So, we are going to talk about Given because I feel like the three of us all really love this series. And the boys and everything. And we just want to talk about it because we're so excited.
0: Yes. <laughs> have to do a drum roll then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> awesome. So, yes, we're going to talk about Given. And... um If you guys are, you know, living under a rock somewhere, Given was uh, one of the new series that just uh, launched, like, this summer. Um, And it finished in September, so it was only 11 episodes long. And, uh, oh boy, was it a wild ride. (laughs) So, Chantal, what did you uh, really want to focus on talking about Given, or did you just want to kind of, like, be all over the place?
1: We can be all over the place, because I feel like we have a lot to say. (laughs) Cool.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I guess maybe first, like, our overall thoughts, I guess, is, like, in general. And then we can, like, kind of branch out from there, I guess. So, who wants to go first, their overall thoughts? I'll go first. Okay, (laughs) cool.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ladies first. There's no men here, but the older ladies first. I'm probably the oldest here. (laughs) Um, My words are given well. Special and divine, I would say. <laughs> especially for the boys, especially for the boys' love genre. Maybe you two can just describe in two words, like I just did, of your final thoughts, really. Special and divine.
0: Okay. So what's your two words? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. I would have to say uh, emotional, because it made me emotional. <laughs> um, and... I guess I'm going to say, is, I guess kind of ironic, but I'm going to say quiet. Like, that's my overall feeling. Like, like after watching every single episode, I always kind of, like, had a quiet moment to myself to, like, really think about what happened. Um, I don't know. And I think, mm. like, the quiet moments of the show are really, really, like, telling of mm. the characters. And, um, yeah, those are my two words. Even though, like, it's ironic because, you know, it's about music and music is loud and they play loud music and scream and sing and (laughs) And, you know there's
2: a there's a lot to take in with this series yeah from a lot of different aspects which Mm -hmm. i'm sure you girls will love to get into i'm sure
1: for me oh geez i would say relatable and yeah emotional too because that was an emotional mess at the end of it
0: yeah i swear like i think after like um once i got like to episode two from then onward I would just cry, like, the whole episode almost, or, like, after the episode. I would cry during the opening. Like, very, yeah, very, very emotional. Like, I really got to, like feel for all the characters especially like Mafuyu and Uenoyama just because their relationship is like the main focus of the show so I really like got into the characters I was like super invested so it really like struck a chord in me and just would like make me extremely emotional while watching which is you know. I think that's a good thing, personally. Because when I get emotional about something, like then I know that I really am into it.
2: I think we're all the same when it comes to um, boys lovers, the genre overall. For us girls, we, you know, fangirling, extra emotionals, puddles of tissues all over the floor. Yeah. (laughs) I think
0: it's nearly all the same. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Yeah, in general, like, those are all of our thoughts. I mean, there's just so many... I mean, I I, I don't want to explicitly just talk about like in like general thoughts because that's like so broad. I want to talk about the specifics now. I think we should mm, get into the meat and potatoes. Yeah, the
2: meat and the potatoes. Yes, I the... oh I will go. Um, I will say. What should I say to that? I don't like. I can't say PB and J because I don't like peanut butter at all. There. <laughs> it's okay I don't either <laughs> i would say like my favorite sandwich it's like salmon and cucumber together it's like that that kind of harmony <laughs> <laughs> that's my English That's my that's my English slang there that's what it's like to me this series is salmon and cucumber sandwiches most perfect thing to have a high tea let's nice. just relate really, given to food <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry, we're here not to talk about must salmon and cucumber sandwiches.
0: We talk about <laughs> Given. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess like we could talk about the characters and what we really liked about each of them, or like if we want to talk about a specific thing about a certain character. Um, I think that'd be. I'm cool. cool. I- I'm I'm cool
2: with that. We can start off
0: with the characters. They're like the main center of all of this. Yes. Uh, Chantal, do you want to go first? Since you picked Given, so. Okay. I
1: have a feeling you want to talk about characters. I think we should start off with the most emotional one out of the bunch, which is Mafuyu. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I really liked that throughout the whole story. We didn't get like everything like released all at once with Mafuyu. It was all like little details here and there, and it kept you guessing as to like w- like what was his issue, what happened in his past, and then when everything gets revealed, you're just like, oh my God! Like what the hell? <laughs> because it was. Really surprising to me that we got to see like a story like this and it went like basically went into like the story of kind of like the aftermath of like someone taking their own life, which is Mafuyu's boyfriend that his own life. We get that the very first of the episode, which I actually missed the first time around. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that until, like, everyone on Twitter was like, oh, be careful with Given because there's some sensitive topics in there. And I was like, wait, what do you mean about sensitive topics? What did I just get myself into? <laughs> yeah,
0: same. Like, I uh, I, yeah, I was like that, too. I, like, didn't notice that till I read that online. And then I went back and looked, and I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, no, it's going to be some dark shit. And it was but it was still investing
1: and sad. I know, but I really like that, you know, we go along his little journey until, like, he finally, like, accepts it and, like, moves on because for a hard time, he's, like, trying to cling on to, like, anything that he can that had to do, like, with his boyfriend and he just couldn't forgive himself because he felt so bad because he felt like that was all his fault. So Mm -hmm. I think that was pretty relatable because that's, like, Like I said, it's a sensitive topic, but, you know, there's people out there that probably go through that. Sad to see, but I I definitely think it's relatable in a way.
0: Well, and it kind of, like, shows, like, you know, that he can heal from that when he he finally, like, realizes, like, Oh, I'm in love with somebody again, and they love me back. And, like, Mm -hmm. him kind of, like, talking to, like, Yuki in his head, saying, like, you know, um... Like, I still, like, I found somebody new that I love, but I still, I'll, like, never forget you and stuff. And that just, like, (laughs) oh, man. (laughs) That's the part of, like, his character that I really enjoyed because it was just, like, yeah, like you said, it was very relatable, but it was also very touching, like, to see. Because, you know, a lot of people feel like they can't come back from something like that. Like, they can't, um, not really get over it, but they can't, um, you know, uh, Learn to either live with the with the knowledge of that 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 happened, or like they feel like they can never be happy again. And like seeing that he could become happy again um, was really just so sweet. And like I was just I was just so happy for them at the end. Also, like Muffy's just you know little cinnamon roll baby child that must be. Protected. There's always there's always
2: too many cinnamon rolls in anime. <laughs> yeah. Always too many. <laughs>
0: He must be protected. He's just so cute. He's just so sweet. And like him just, you know, always asking Unoyama, like, Unoyama-kun, can you please teach me how to play guitar? Can you please teach me how to play guitar? And then like that turning into like, I love you is just like the most adorable thing ever. Like just thinking about it, like makes me all like excited. <laughs>
2: yeah. I think um, well, my overall opinion of Mafuya is... um I, I think in the beginning he's not a character that people will have patience with with his type of character, they're very quiet, reserved, and then the character build up takes a fair while, which, you know, exploded in episode nine. Oh, <laughs> oh many kids talking about that. But um yes, Mafuya is sweet and cute and I loved always his expressions his reactions to things, hilarious. I've got so many hilarious screenshots of him in a folder on my computer. <laughs> and, 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 um, he um, he was just one of those individuals, you know, he's easy to relate to. That is was mute, mute about um, the, his feelings. Um, I think the big moment of release in episode nine, when he finally releases all of his feelings, there's a scene where, um, I should mention also this, the show does so well at its angling with its positioning of different um, in different scenes throughout the um, series, which definitely added a lot of impact and all the emotional baggage that the series comes with. But there was a scene where Mafu is standing up at the stage and the light shines down on him. And then I think it's um, Ritsuka that says, "I don't know how all of those emotions were in just remained inside this tiny body." And I, I liked that scene because it just the angling, the light, the animation. I feel like it just, I feel like it just showed off even more of how pent up these feelings were inside of him all this time, and it makes the impact more profound on the viewer definitely was for me Um, but that's just one example of one of many scenes that you know leave an impact on you and um i think with the whole suicide thing um with losing his boyfriend yuki um as emotional as it was i would have loved to have found out more of why why he led to that to be honest like the Mm -hmm. series did a great job in episode eight covering the you know the memory of him getting to know him just a little bit getting that backstory. that was good but I wanted to know more because it left off of when him and him and Yuki um had an argument and then you would be under the impression oh he ended his life because Of that and i mean that's stupid you can't think that that's the reason like Mm -hmm. i would think see there was other things there were there were other things yeah and like other things going on in his life uh i sometimes when that happens in a show you don't get to know the full story i just with this one i wanted to know why
0: yeah i Uh did
2: and um i mean it, 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 of course it left the feeling of you know inexplainable of you know why you know with with the topic of when someone takes their life and that and i yeah that, that would i mean that would i mean that would have I mean, been that would have been nice but still it left it was all all the all the build up to episode nine was and when it all finally poured out all of his um Mafuyu's emotions, Um it still left. It still left a you know massive impact. Of yeah. course it did, and because probably because of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but, we'll get in, but we'll get into that. But Mafuya um, definitely relatable in the sense you know when you are mute, you don't not someone that is very um, open or affectionate about your feelings. And um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I relate to Mafuya at a time when I felt lost when someone in my family um passed away very close to me i felt that very strong attachment to him so yeah mafuya is just
0: a cinnamon row
2: <clears throat> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah i definitely agree i would have liked to at least know if there was any other underlying kind of issues or other things going on in yuki's life that like maybe the the fight wasn't the real reason why he did it it was just kind of like that build up to that point like just he couldn't Mm. take it anymore and just maybe maybe if the series wasn't like 11 episodes maybe make
2: it 12 and Mm -hmm. just give us that extension just a bit more and i think it would have i think it would have made it even better Mm-hmm. The impact. i am saying the impact mm-hmm. didn't make an impact. I'm not <laughs> saying wow well, it's just, it would have amplified it. Yeah. It would have, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's fine. I'm satisfied over here. <laughs> yes. I'm yes, still so, satisfied. But we're not so. complaining. I think also, you know, there's a kind of an allure to that as well of like, oh, well, we really don't know all of the reasons why. And like, I guess you can get an idea in your head, and you know it's interesting to imagine. Yeah, what, I mean,
2: what uh, it, maybe really You have to think maybe the author thought you know left it that kind of interpretation to the to the to the reader to the viewer. However, people are yeah. consuming this series, so you kind of have to think of it that way when it comes to you know watching anime or reading manga. You know, authors will just not explore a certain area of the character or the story they'll just leave it up to your own interpretation but then in this case you just kind of like it leaves frustrates you yeah still
0: mm-hmm.
2: so we're gonna we're gonna we're
0: gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the other one the
2: other one yes of course we yes.
0: <laughs> have to we got to he's another another precious bean oh <laughs> Um, I'll I'll go last. I'll go last on this one. (laughs) Okay. So, um, while the other main character besides Mafuyu in Given is Ritsuka or Ueno-yama, Uh, Uenoyama Ueno-yama-kun, as Mafuyu likes to say, Um, he's the other main character (laughs) who, when he realizes that he's in love with Mafuyu, just, like, gay panics all over the place. And it's, like, super cute, but also, like, uh, pretty relatable. I mean... Like, not that I'm gay panicking everywhere, but, you know, when you're in love with somebody and you kind of realize it, you're kind Is of that just a like... Thing? Is that a thing? Yeah.
2: Gay panic? I've never heard of this terminology. <laughs> I would just think it's just, you know, love panic.
0: And, uh, <laughs> it's on the Twitterverse, you know.
2: Oh, okay. I didn't know are... that was a thing. Okay, well, sorry to anyone who's offended by that gay panic. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know in this
0: world (laughs) people
2: Um, sorry continue
0: yeah (laughs) um so unoyama is more like the straight-laced kind of character to like mafuyu being like wide-eyed and you know bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and very curious about things and unoyama is more kind of laid back he's kind of like the chill dude he's never Mm. really like had an experience in like love in general before like nothing so when he kind of like realizes like oh shit I'm in love with Mafuyu it's kind of like this big explosion inside of him and then it's kind of like oh god like what do I do what do I do and I think that's super duper relatable as well because I've totally been there where I've just been like oh god like I think I love this person what do I do now <laughs> Like, you it's know, it's, it's like, what do you do? And like seeing him experience that it's pretty, it's cathartic. Cause it's like, Oh, like it's cathartic for me personally, because like, well, he got a happy ending. <laughs> so I was happy about that. Um, but I also just loved like seeing his journey as well. Like kind of coming to terms with like, okay, this dude keeps annoying me and like, I don't know who the hell he is, but he keeps annoying me. He wants me to teach him guitar. Okay if I teach him guitar, maybe he'll leave me alone, but then, like, he hears him singing once, and is like, oh, shit, no, you, dude, you gotta join our band, and then slowly but surely, it just turns into, like, oh, wow, like, I keep wanting to hang out with him, I'm thinking about him all the time, what is happening, oh, I'm in love with him, oh, no, what do I do, does he love me back, and then when it's, when he sees it's mutual, then it's, like, euphoria has been reached, and it's just, like, it's the best, I love, I love Ueno Yama, like, he's, I took that BuzzFeed quiz that was going around and I got him, like I was him. Like that's the character I got. So, like just knowing that, I'm like, yeah, he's probably like I don't I don't want to say any of them are like my top favorites cuz I love all four of them in the band, but like I guess the one I'm most relatable to is is him.
1: Yeah, he's a good boy and always freaking out over like the littlest things when it comes to <laughs> you which is it's so cute and so hilarious when you see him like just panicking over the smallest things yeah. like even when they were trying to like hold hands he's just like oh my god like he wants to hold hands
0: <laughs> or when he falls asleep on him and like leans against him he's just like oh god like oh my god he's like leaning on me and touching my shoulder what do i do i can't
1: move yeah and even like when he first visits him at his home he's just like oh my god i'm actually in his house <laughs> I'm like this boy. Like he's just like in that sense. He's super relatable because I feel like we, like Lita was saying earlier, we've all been there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Especially yeah, it's like hell. again. Especially <laughs> like you know, like now that you now that you mentioned it, like when he freaks out, like just being in his home. Like I remember feeling like, like I'm like I I don't think I ever went to like my crush's house or anything, but like I think I was like in his car once like just me and him and it's like you're stepping into that person's like space so it it is kind of like oh my god like I can't believe I'm here like what do I do (laughs) I have to savor this because this might be the only time I'm here you know (laughs) so I yeah that like uh, yeah that that part that you mentioned, like, yeah, that's, like, pretty damn relatable. Mm-hmm. So cute. That's why
1: I love him, because, like, those little moments, they're just so relatable, like, with for anybody. Like, when you have crushes or you're falling in love, like, that you know that feeling that he's going through. You know it, like, so well. Yeah. I was just like, man, I'm having flashbacks of, like, when I had my crushes and everything. <laughs> Overall... I do like how much we've gotten to know him because at first I was like, "Ooh, I don't really, I don't know about." Ooh, yeah, <laughs> he seems a little like harsh and a little tough, and I was just like, eh, I don't know." But as like the episodes went on, he started to to like open up, and you really got to know him. You're like, "Oh, he's not that bad. Like, he's a really nice guy." Yeah, in his own little way. Like, he does care about the people around him. <laughs> and even with um, Mafuyu, when he's, like, going through all his stuff, he never pushes him or, like, tells him, hey, like, you need to tell me what the hell's going on with you. Like, yeah. no, he's just, like, super patient about it. He's just like, hey, if it's something you don't need to tell me or can't tell me, that's fine. That's, like, your business. So I really enjoyed that about... um oyama that he was just super patient because even like at first like you wouldn't think about that like with the first episode but like later on you're like oh he's like super patient and like yeah let's things kind of go on until yeah. like someone says like hey like this is what's going on and he'll stay there and he'll listen mm. so hey
2: the the whole patient thing don't exactly work out in real life you know people will be laughing at that oh be super patient I'm like you know looking at him like this is not what I was going to happen in real life but oh yeah hey, this is a show for our indulgence so we'll just imagine that our boyfriend is really super patient yeah <laughs> I don't have one but I'll imagine that they'll be really yeah. super patient yeah same same <laughs> but anyway um like um Ritz Ritz Ritsu, Ritsu, I'm just like Ritsu, Ritsuka. Uh he—he he was my favorite character out of all of that. I'm just gonna put it down right now. Um, <laughs> it was—it wasn't just be. It wasn't just because of his. It like you know, as you said, his faces and his reactions to particular situations. Um, I think my favorite reaction was when, oh, he realizes, oh crap! Well, wow, I'm in love with this dude what i think that was my (laughs) hilarious one um especially the scene with um akiko uh where they're standing out he akiko you know says hey let's go have a chat have a soda and then um he just comes out and says so did something happen with you and mafuya and then he said you know he's like no and then he and then and then he's like so you have feelings for him, don't you? And then, you know, of course, you know that's when Ritsuka just blows out of proportion,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then and then comes along something that I didn't think the series would do, and which was Akiko's like, "Hey, so he's a dude. Who cares? You you like who you like. Doesn't matter if it's girl or boy." Um. Now, I think you know that that was you know an important. I'm sure that was an important scene to a lot of people. Um, but then the more I thought about it, um, sometimes I don't think it's that simple. I don't think, you know, the series made it feel like, oh, yeah, it's so easy to just it, like, like who you like, you know, because, you know, the series didn't really delve into like sometimes, sometimes there's always complications in whoever you end up liking or whatever for certain, only certain reasons. But I like the positive take on this because the whole show is so positive in in on itself um as a i believe like the series is a good representation of the boys love genre it's a good it's shown in a good in a positive positive light even though some things aren't you know that obviously really realistic to real life but i believe this scene was definitely realistic and mm. you know you love who you love and that's something that's preached a lot um of today you know especially like you know last year finally it was you know gay marriage or a gay marriage was um was made under legislation in australia finally Mm -hmm. after a long long fight and you know people can get you know people who are in the lgbt can get married you know that that's that's great so i believe you know that represents like from that sort of angle that that angle i'm not a particular look we're all here not subjects on the whole lgbt thing okay just putting that out there folks whoever listens to this i'm just you know going from the you know the people i've known in my life things i've read and stuff you know this is all my own all my own of what i've thoughts and such that i built up but yeah that scene it meant it did mean it will mean something to a lot of people, but it also just means it for in general, you know, you should like who you like. So, and I one of the, I have to say Ritsuka and Mafuya are good together because of their awkwardness as well. Both got that awkward factor like big time. And Ritsuka was the most awkward, he reminded me of Hack from Yona of the Dawn. In his reactions hack was exactly the same comes off as kind of standoffish a bit stern but but kind hearted um but someone who's not op- who's not overly open and but then when he's but when he he kind of reminds me it also okay reminds me of vegeta as well vegeta's very full on and brutish and arrogant but when he's caught off guard when it comes to girls or whatever he just—I've seen many. If you guys have seen Dragon Ball Z or that, you know Vegeta when he blushes and stuff when it comes to Bulma, it's freaking hilarious. And <laughs> and um, Ritz and yeah, Ritz just reminded me of Vegeta and Hack for some reason in their his reactions. It was very, very, very similar. It was so, and I just and I did like that he was you know patient with Mafuya. Um I will keep saying his name wrong. Sorry people, my Japanese pronunciation sucks ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um I I loved the thing that mostly I loved about um Ritaka's character was yeah, he was he was he was patient, but um it was just his innocent innocent factor, you know, in realizing, "Hey god. Oh my god, I love this dude." especially that that scene with all the fat with all the little other other, other mini ritzikas in it, in his own little head. yeah when he, he <laughs> has this he, there's this scene that happens where he has this massive explosion meltdown. he's like, oh my God oh my god there's like all these other all these other different sides of him, all these different ritzekas running around in his head. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a comic gag. it was it was so cleverly used in the episode it was episode 11. I loved it. It was just, it it was so relatable because that's probably how we're all thinking when we realize, oh, God, I like this person. There's, like, a million of you running around saying, no, no, shouldn't like them. No, no, we should not be doing this. We should learn from our past mistakes. You know, that's exactly what it was like for Ritika. And Mm -hmm. that was fantastic. Fantastic comic gag scene, the use of it. yeah, And, (laughs) you know, and Ritika is just, like, my type. So I
1: just,
2: <laughs> I love the kind of reserved ones I do just a bit, but but, 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 you know, we'll get into that towards the end of the podcast. Hey, <laughs> hey, you girls know what I'm talking about. But
0: anyway, so
2: that's, that's my spill on Ritika, Sorry, I spoke for too long then.
0: <clears throat> no, it's all good. guys. I'm glad you mentioned that scene. Yeah. I think it's a good representation of what I think we should, what should just be a conversation that everybody should be having, which is it doesn't matter who you fall in love with as long as, you know, you know that you love that person and if they're a good person and you, um, Mm. you know, you think you can be with that person and you should go for it. Like doesn't matter who they are, Mm. what they identify as, like it doesn't matter. Like who cares? Because it's (gasps) your life. It's your relationship. Like, I loved that scene. I think that, like, yeah, it is a really good representation of just the conversation that we should all, you know, be having organically as, oh. a, as a positive way.
2: Oh, my God. oh my God, I just thought of another one, Ritika. When when in episode one, he sees Mafia having a nap, and then he's like, that's my napping spot. And his face <laughs> screws up like a little child who just lost their balloon. <laughs> that was so funny oh that was so funny now I've got like a thing where you know my dad might sleep in the same place I do sometimes we have a nap and I'm like hey now just like hey you're in my napping spot now (laughs) 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 that's what I think now every time I like I got my napping spot I just think of him in that scene Ah. It was great. It was great. <laughs> yes. Alright, so I suppose
0: we should move on to the other two. Yes, let's move on Yay! to the other, the other characters. Um, they don't have as much focus uh, in the main series, but they're going to in the movie that was just announced recently. They better do,
2: otherwise. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you know, my tequila on the other end will go to waste, probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, so the other two characters in the band, um, that we have left to talk about are Akihiko and Haruki, and uh, I love both of them too. I love all of them in the band. Like I think they're so great. Everyone's like their their camaraderie with each other is just like, oh, it's like perfection I just love their interactions as like a group together but Akihiko and Haruki specifically like their whole relationship is in and of itself an enigma that I don't know how else to describe it and because we haven't really seen like it it, like fully like we have to wait for the movie like I'm really really interested in seeing um their relationship uh develop in whatever way it's going to
2: girl, we have to leave that up to our imaginations for (laughs) now, and I was
0: like, we know what's gonna happen,
2: oh my god, we know. (laughs) Well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if we know. But I think, right now, Akihiko, I think he does like Haruka, he's just like, he's Mm -hmm. waiting. Yeah. I don't know, he's like waiting, or he's unsure right now. That's what I think I'll go down. Mm -hmm. Or they could just, or they could just make it really difficult, and then his ex-boyfriend could come along, you know, the guy with the black hair what was his name
1: um
2: oh, i'm forgetting what's his name um was it is
0: it
1: ugetsu there we go yeah That's yeah, what it was. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh i'm finally remembering characters names because some of these other yeah. things i don't remember people's names
2: yeah that dude
0: that oh
2: it just annoyed me at every turn i have a feeling <laughs> he'll
0: he might play a role
2: maybe in the movie for sure and yeah, what if, he yeah. Comes, what if he comes along and they have like a one night stand and and Haruki finds out. You especially, know, he could go anyway
0: Yeah, especially because you know, I remember when uh, we were watching it. Or, uh, like I told Chantal we were both like, "Who the hell is that? Who the hell is that guy in <laughs> yeah. the bed?" Yeah.
2: Or, 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 or can we just have? Or can we just have like one of old Haruki's exes come along, or somebody new? Can we do it from that end and then frustrate Akihiko? Get this build up going, and then we get a confession. Then that's 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 what I would want. Oh, that's what I would want. I don't want it from Akihiko's end, where Haruki gets upset and jealous. We want Akihiko to get jealous and upset. That is that is what I that is what I want.
0: Mm-hmm. If I
2: don't get that, well, I'll be I'll I'll have two shots of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> so if I get that, I'll have five. Um- <laughs> Just <clears throat> just shots. It doesn't matter what happens. Mm. You're still
0: gonna have shots. Just <laughs> take take some shots. Yeah, I mean shots have a bad story. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Chantal, what do you think? What are your thoughts on both of these? Oh characters? man. I Together feel, or individually? So
1: like, the whole situation with Three 3 like it's gonna be messy. That's all I know. And Ugh. I'm scared. I'm like, oh crap. We we
2: live for messy. Yep.
1: <laughs> like, I'll be here crying in the corner seeing what happens
2: just enjoying the ride <laughs> For sure. Who wants it to go alright anyway
1: these days? We
2: want grit We want grime, We want the We want the we want the Rory stuff That's what we want. Mess it up
1: but yeah, both of these two characters I really love them, but there's not a whole lot we can say about them since the movie's gonna focus on them, which it got announced recently that it's coming out in the spring, so yeah, oh, so
2: excited! Yeah, oh, that's right. I was just telling Mia earlier because it just yeah. it was announced on it, wasn't it put, posted on Anime News Network just yes, well, for you today, the 9th, because it's the 10th for me. Remember, I'm Aussie, I live in the future, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's spring 2020, and there's like a visual, and it's of Akihiko and Haruki. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, so, so cool. I I have <laughs> such a good feeling about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Very,
2: very good feeling. So that is that this is like the perfect timing as we're recording this. I'm like, damn, does the universe know that we were gonna record?
0: Is it- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, give us that info before we record it, so we can we're talk getting, about
2: it. We're getting so spoiled. Like we're getting the movie in 2020, the In February, the first volume of the manga Mm -hmm. by and publisher Sublime will come out on in February. I'm so excited! Hey, (laughs) y'all, if you want to pre order, you can pre order and write stuff right now. They have it down to ten dollars. Oh man! So I would go get on that, my friends. It'll be out on the 11th of February, 2020. Okay. Remember that.
0: Then I'm gonna pre order that once we're done recording. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you not pre-order it before? <laughs> <laughs> because I <laughs> I was too busy crying about it. Oh, you call <laughs> yourself a fan. Oh Apparently you can't to... call yourself a
2: fan if you haven't pre ordered shit first.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Apparently.
0: It's, you You're know what, a
2: disgrace. No, you know I'm what,
0: kidding, though? No. It's okay because I pre-ordered a keychain set for the entire oh. series. That was like $60. So, you know, oh. I think I'm pretty... I oh, okay, okay. And it's, okay. And well, it's on I... its way to me as well. So I will oh, be doing... Well, I,
2: I, I haven't pre-ordered it yet, so I'm a disgrace. But then I'm a double <laughs> disgrace because I was at the convention on the weekend. I only went for the one day and I came across a girl's stall. And there was some given fan art. I'm like, I did not think I was going to see this here. And it was just on a little like postcard thing. I want to put it in a frame and I only paid $4 for it. So I, I cheap, it was cheap. Uh, i'll put it in a frame and then maybe it can be worth ten dollars so i'm more <laughs> of a disgrace you just spent 60.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. 60, 60 i'll and post a some...
2: picture on twitter i keep forgetting to post a picture of it it's very very cute
0: Ooh, it was nice. very very simple i can't wait to see it sounds me too so it was it was very cute
2: <laughs> but yes anyway um <clears throat>
0: anyway <laughs> yeah i think um I liked their, uh, like, banter with each other, because, you know, they're, like, the adults in this group. They're both, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they're both in college, they're both, like, in their 20s. So, like, (laughs) you know, they're, they're the, you know, they're supposed to be, like, the calm and collected ones. Like, they're the ones that are kind of, like, having to worry about, like, all these stupid high school kids in our band. What the hell are we gonna do with them? They got their own shit to deal with, and we gotta have to, like you know, help them through it, but then they also have, like, their own relationship where it's, like, does Akihiko know that Haruki is, like, in love with him? Does Haruki think that Akihiko could ever, like, want to be with him? And, like, I love seeing, like, the backstory of, like, how they met each other and how they started the group, because... I'm glad we got that in the anime because now we don't really need that in the movie. Like we already know like the beginnings of the relationship. Now I wanna see like, you know, more details and stuff. Like I don't need the backstory anymore. I have it, I know it. I wanna know like super details. I wanna see the drama. Like you said, we want the drama before we get the happy ending or whatever ending.
1: yeah, these two are a lot like mom and dad, basically, especially yeah, basically. Haruki. He's like mom for the he is other two. He's the mom. He's the mom member of the band. Cause like they go up to him and they're like, "Oh, we like each other, and it's gonna be official." And like, I like how they end up like hugging him after Haruki's like, just like, "Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is happening. This is gonna cause a mess. You guys better keep it together and make sure nobody finds out."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a great scene. Yes. Yeah. Mm especially because like before then Unoyama is like shit I was the one who said no like people in bands should not be in relationships with each other cuz it screws everything up I would never do that and then he's you know you know, bashfully really come into Haruki and be like, hey, uh, yeah you know, I know I said that like, that was the stupid thing but, um, me and Mafuyu, like we want to be together and like, we're in the band, so like, is it okay? Like, I know I said that, but like, please forgive me, like, I like we want to be together and also be in the band. And yeah, it's kind of like he's like the mom friend where it's like, okay, I guess, uh, we'll see what Aki, what your dad says, we'll see what Akihiko says I don't know if he'll be okay with it, but all right it's like this it's like the situation i had the other day
2: the situation could happen at any time you know it's like oh because my, my parents work out at home i'm like i don't need your workout system i have the gym and then but the, and then a the few days later i'm in the garage doing one of their home workouts hey what are you using that for i'm like what I, I i didn't feel i didn't feel like going to the gym today you know it's just convenient what was it you said the other day Oh, I don't remember. Sorry. This is just useful. It's here.
0: (laughs) 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 So it's kinda like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like you said, I'm really excited to see where this goes. Oh. Um I'm ready to cry.
2: (laughs) I suppose I'll give a spill, a little spill on Haruki and well Aki Aki he They're supposed to be the adults, and of course they don't. Well, I don't want I don't want them to be all adulty adulty. I love Haruki. He's I think he's the most adult out of everybody, <clears throat> to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: But he's just somebody that caves easily. You know, G- gives in e- gives in easily. I bet I love that quality. That is a cute quality to have. And you know, Aki Akihiko is kind of like the chilled, laid-back dude. Yeah, ah, oh, this will work out. No problems. Doesn't really think ahead about things. But when it comes to serious things like relation, you know, the dating side of things, you know, being there for like, you know, in that scene I talked about, Ritsuka saying, you know, you can love who you love. You know, he'll he'll be there. He's he's definitely the reliable type. They both they both are. But uh, one of the things I both love about them is how much they. How much both of them respect Rits- Ritsuka um, as a person, because um, you know Rits- Ritsuka. You know people. You know might <clears throat> judge a bit too quickly. You know, like how you two said you weren't sure about his character in the beginning. I wanted to say I agree with you. Like I didn't know how, if I was gonna like Ritsuka in the beginning, but you know, um, underneath he's you know just a a bit of a, a bit of a softy. I think he's very Ritsuka. What Haruki and Akihiko respect about him is, you know, they he 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 protects what's important to him. Rits, Ritsuka does, and that's what he does. When it comes, he realizes, you know, he loves Mafuya, and um, I like that. You know, they just treat him so equal. You know, treat him as an equal, and it really it really shows through their bond it does and when mafuya comes into the mix it just it just it it elevates it makes them it just makes them stronger together sorry folks (laughs) (laughs) i have an airbase not far from my house and i get airplanes all the time so (laughs) i love that they respect ritsuka both of them do and look there's not and as you said their banters and like the banters together but i actually like everyone as you said uh, you every, you two said you know you like how everyone react you know interacts with each other and i love the comedic flow that's in this series it's really light i'm trying to find the the right word it's subtle it's like subtle humor cute humor you know it makes you go oh but it's like oh, <laughs> that's, that, that's so funny um okay maybe it's not like that but you know like i i loved you know like um, Haruka's reactions you know when Akihiko at times was teasing him especially I think one of the scenes was where Akihiko was like asleep and Haruki's like I'm gonna take a picture of him oh no 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 I can't do it now I can't do it you know that <laughs> that was just <laughs> like subtle humour to me I love yes, it. Yes I love that so, too. I, I love the guys they are they're they're guys I would like I could see myself you know hanging out with all the time. Me too
0: for sure yeah
2: Mm-hmm. Of course, it's a bit different with Ritsuka and Mafuya It's a bit different with those two. But you know, it's not because these—it's not because Haruki and Akihiko are older. It's just—it's just their their aura about them. They have a nice warmth of aura they do, and that's probably why Ritsuka is so and Mafuya comfortable to them. You know, easygoing type. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, so we'll just wait for that movie. I'll have my tequila ready, maybe something else, and we will hopefully have a drama-filled movie. I mean, I probably would like to see some, you know, angsty going on between, you know, Ritsuka and Mafuyu. It can't be easy in the beginning. Like, give, give us some angstiness. I would love that. I'm sure you girls would love that. I would. Mm. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> any mm. angst, make, make, any make kind that, of make
0: the bond stronger. Any kind of <laughs> angst, I I'm I'm down for it. Like I'm I'm totally into it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, so exciting. I think one thing I wanted to mention was
2: actually about all the boys ca- relating to all the characters. All of their names are um af- are are named after all the four seasons, as their band is originally called Four Seasons in the anime. Like Mafuya means midwinter, Ritsuka um means summer, and then Aki and Haruki are a bit um, mismatched. Like um, I think it's in kanji. One of them is um Haruka. It means like open, very open-minded, and then Aki is like clear sun. You now like this ray of sunshine. So that that's an interesting fact. Um, in doing a little like a little bit of research about their characters and stuff. So but but speaking of interesting facts, I I think I think we should talk about the episode. Titles. Yes. Hey girl.
0: For yes. sure, for <laughs> sure. Especially because I'm glad you mentioned that. Because they're all titles of songs. All of them are song titles. Some of them are pretty obvious. Uh if you like certain kinds of music so like you know one was called the reason like the song by Huba Stank, and then there was um uh what's it called creep so like the song by radiohead um so you know like if you're familiar with that kind of music um this was this is like a treat for you honestly because like that's the kind of music that like uh unoyama likes to listen to um he has like an arctic monkeys album like, in one of the scenes, like, in his room, um, and one of the episodes, is it titled after an Arctic Monkeys song, Fluorescent Adolescent, that's a really good song, by the way, y'all should check that song out, just listen to the Arctic Monkeys, they're a really good band, um, and yeah, I loved, like, seeing, when I was familiar with, like, a song title, I was like, ooh, I, like, I can't wait to see that episode, like, when Creep happened, I was like, oh man, because, you know, knowing the lyrics, it's like, Oh, God, what does that mean? What does that mean is going to happen in the next episode? And then, you know, is episode 9 the reason? I'm pretty sure it is, right? That one's the reason? Uh, episode 9 is, no, actually... Um, or is that episode 10? It's 6. Oh, six. okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, when it got to showing that it was the reason, I was like, I know I'm going to cry a lot this episode because that song already, like, kind of makes me cry because that song is like so emotional man what a good song wonderwall wonderwall yes wonderwall too yeah by oasis wonderwall yeah i think maybe it was wonderwall also um because then after i watched the episode titled wonderwall i went and listened to wonderwall and i had never cried listening to wonderwall before but then i just thought about like the episode and everything and i just got emotional (laughs) you know but um yeah like i loved that the titles were song titles like and when you know like like i said if you know the words to the songs like they really tie in with each episode and like what's going on and i just really enjoyed that part um made me want to like make a playlist like all the songs
2: i love you know that you know as you said you know the titles are of a music relation to of now and especially there's a lot of a lot of English um, European bands um, Songs used for the titles Um probably obviously my favorite is Wonderwall I loved it even more that they this song was an influence behind the episode you know, it makes me think about the lyrics of Wonderwall where we have, um, and all the roads we have to walk are winding and all the lights that lead us are blinding there are many things I would like to say to you but I don't know how because maybe you're going to be the one that saves me after all, you're my Wonderwall you know, that makes me think of you know, as the um, episode focused on Mafuya and um, Ritsuka, the moment that you know, Mafuya really you know, realises his feelings, he's open with his feelings. And it just, it did make me think of those lyrics, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, Ritzka is Mafuya's Wonderwall. Or it can be, it, it could be one in the same for the for the pair of them. But um, I could just see the song, I could see it, the song playing in the background. Um, the songs were very pick, picked extremely well for mm-hmm. each of the, um, for the episode titles like yeah. the episode before episode nine we probably should get on that that trip right now <laughs> to talk about. Yes. For them, that's called a winter's story and the song is based on a japanese um song and the the mafuya song and that original song when i listened to it they both the melody was very similar it was, and the song is exactly as relating to Mafuya's lyrics about um, pent-up feelings and missing someone, and it's cold and lonely. They're very, very similar, so that that was another great, like, relation. So every single title that was picked had relation. In episode nine well well i think mia can start us off and how she coped <laughs> with that with puddle of tears yes for sure
0: <laughs> um especially because uh well the other day um i saw the uh <laughs> someone had tweeted the, that scene of the song on twitter it wasn't the whole thing because you know twitter is stupid and doesn't have the yeah, capacity to play the whole video <laughs> like you can only upload a two minute video but it and i i started watching because i was like you know what i haven't seen this scene in a good while let's see if i can not cry while watching it while i get ready to go to work <laughs> <Park."
1: laughs> and
0: uh needless to say i failed um but the, i think the build-up to that song to that episode specifically because you know like I remember before that episode came out everybody was like oh my gosh like what's the song gonna be like some people were theorizing like oh he's just gonna sing like it's gonna be, like, the OP, or it's gonna be the song that he sings at the in the ending, like, the ending song. Like, some people thought it was gonna be that. No, it was a completely new thing, its own song. And, like, I loved that we got this, like, kind of built-up tension because Mafuyu hadn't written any lyrics. Like, he didn't know how to put his feelings down for you know the lyrics and he was tasked to writing the lyrics you know um and the other thing is like they were you norm before mafuyu came along they were just in an instrumental band so like they didn't have to worry about lyrics or anything like that or someone having to sing along to like a melody or whatever but like with this it was like not only that but they're at an actual gig and like they've never really practiced with the song before or someone singing and so all of that pent-up, like, tension and frustration on, like, all of these different elements in, like, Mafia's part, you know, kind of being like, I still haven't done anything, I don't know what I'm gonna do, like, you know, and they still leave the microphone there, and you don't know if he's gonna start singing, and then he just... It just happens, like, it organically just becomes, like, a thing, like, he doesn't need to really think about it, it just happens. And that was, like... <laughs> I don't know. It's it was like watching like an epiphany or something. Like I had my own epiphany at that point where it's like, uh, like oh my gosh, because then you see the story behind the song, and you're learning exactly what happened, and you're learning and seeing Mafuyu's point of view of what happened between him and Yuki, and and you know what happened to Yuki, and how he's dealing with it um, through the song, and it's just. A brunt of emotions and feelings and music and vocals and it's just it's a lot to take at once especially that very first time that you see that scene and then right after I mean they're still going at it for you because you know he leaves the stage and they're all like what the hell why did he just leave and then uh, Unoyama goes after him And, you know, there's still tension and everything, and then that's when the kiss happens, and it's just, like, it's the most satisfying scene in the entire show, I think. Because not only did we get, like, the reason behind, you know, Mafuyu's sadness and everything, but we got his, like, catharsis through the song, and then we got to see, you know, Unoyama just, like, go for it and just, like, kiss him, you know, and say, good job. Like, I'm so proud of you. You did it. Okay, I'm gonna go back out there and keep playing. You can stay here. It's all good. (laughs) I love you. Yeah, those are my thoughts. That's how I felt. And that's how I still feel watching the scene. And I still get emotional. And I'm not ashamed of that. (laughs) i'm just a crier man (laughs) chantal do you have any thoughts
1: yeah it's a good song like i was one of those people that thought that it was gonna be like the ending song especially because at the very beginning they didn't like show it until mafuyu like sung for the first time so i was like maybe it might be the ending song who knows and to my surprise it was like a whole completely different song i was like oh oh what am i getting myself into today (laughs) yeah and then just reading the lyrics and then seeing the visuals that you get like with the relationship that he had with his boyfriend is just like oh they looked really happy and this makes it like even more sad but after he sung that song it almost felt like he like had a like the burden released from his shoulder yeah because he looked different especially on the episodes after that he looked more like i don't know how to describe it like
0: like free like more
1: yeah, like you can see it in his expressions and I know one of the characters saying like, "Hey, you look a little different. Like, what what's going on?" As soon as one of the characters said that, I was like, "Yeah, okay, like so I'm not going crazy. Mafuyu does look a little bit like <laughs> yeah, like well, a little bit happier." Yeah,
0: and even like right after he stops singing and they're still playing like Unoyama and him, they like look at each other and like you see the the moment that Mafuyu is like like when he realizes that he's in love with on the stage and he has tears in his eyes and everything and like, oh man it's like, it's so good <laughs> yeah, it's it's a freeing kind of moment like <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry, I was just I was just humming, I was like mm, that 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 means, I agree with you girls, especially the <laughs> thing where Ritsuka just smiles over at him, how he's looking happy being in the moment of playing the guitar with his band, oh, oh that scene seemed... just Dug into me, like someone had yeah stabbed me with a knife. That's what it felt like for a thousand. It's all. Oh, it felt like when you've sat down for too long and then you get pins and needles. Like ah ah, <laughs> kind of <laughs> like that for sure. <laughs> I, and then afterwards, that 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 kiss scene. That not even not even it. You know it actually. You know hit Ritsuka until afterwards. Hey, what the what the hell did I just do, man? what yeah. I do? do? it wasn't even think what well, you were not even thinking I love this kind of
0: moment <laughs> yeah not you just the- kind of do it it's automatic Person goes
2: for it and yeah because I was watching I was watching this K I was watching this it reminded me of this scene I was watching this K drama last night called the W uh, two dimensions and it's about this girl who gets um gets getting transported in and out of this like webtoon alternate universe there's a bigger plot with it, but the main guy, she, she, she's got to somehow end the chapter, because it'll it'll appear in front of her to be continued, and then she'll be warped out of the universe and back in reality. But she had to she had to think of something. There, there was no way for her to know when the chapter was going to end, the new chapter. So the main guys bought her all these clothes and she comes out of the changing rooms and she thinks, oh my god, what can I do? What can I do to end this chapter so I can get back? So she slaps him. That was hilarious. And then she kisses him and then that's the end of the chapter and she gets... <laughs> <laughs> she back and then she's like look scrolling through the chapter on the computer and she's like, what did I just do? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, so friggin funny so again that's another example uh, <laughs> but oh great i love moments like that gold but yeah episode nine yeah of course it, it, yeah hit anybody like a ton of bri- bl- bricks just it was a it, yeah. yeah it was the best best friggin one of the one of the best scenes yeah. of this series and can't say the best sit- scene of all no not. not no, oh, sorry. What were you gonna tell me?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say you know, and I was thinking about it right now. Like seeing the audience's reactions, like the different audience members' reactions to the song, and like how they're playing mm-hmm. and everything in the lyrics. Like that was also like really great. That was a really great part of the scene because I loved seeing like, like there's that one girl that just like starts crying, and I'm like, yo, that's me. Like that would that, that's me right there. They got a good representation. <laughs> me. You know what? I and...
2: was thinking that when I was like re-watching one of the episodes, and then. I, I, I was like the girl in the crowd you know, like, oh! i thought i was thinking oh that's mia <laughs> yep yep oh wait that's that, that's chantel as well <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: huh. for so, sure that's
2: like, okay we're, we're all we're all cry babies i may not look like it but i am a cry baby <laughs> definitely but i don't feel like we need to say any more on episode nine it was beautiful it was. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite incredible. episodes. Yeah, like you know, every episode had its it had its beauty about it. Yeah, and I think what made, I think what you know, just, not just not just you know, we've gone over the episode titles and that, um, you know, was I I love the studio that was behind this and the musical aspect influence in this series as well. I love that this is by Studio Lurch. Studio Lurch have done some um, series like Scum's Wish and um, Astra Lost in Space that came out just recently. Lost uh, for the Summer 2019 season, and I just love their animation style. They have they they, they have a beautiful use of colors, and in um, Given, there's just there's this very what was this i'm trying to think of the word words i was going to use it's like a so it's a it's a subtle it's a subtle soft palette of colors oh my god i sound so fancy with those words oh palette (laughs) of colors when i look at it you know it's all the it it, it, because you know i never used to pay attention to those kind of things when i was watching anime but when i started like blogging and stuff i and wanting to go into the detail more about animation and stuff, like the colours and such, I began paying attention to more. And I love the warm tones. There's a lot of warm tones used in this, like yellows and oranges, mm-hmm. and it, it it definitely gives. It's definitely brings a feeling of comfort, of of happiness. It's not just you know we yes we have that from the characters and that, but that there, there's this lovely atmosphere that's built up around the use of this animation and that's i think this is one of lurch this is going to be one of lurch's biggest well-known series now because i think um given's definitely going to be one of the best dramas of this year in my opinion it's definitely second to the rising of the shield hero it's going to be my second favorite watch this year so far. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what did you two think about the animation?
0: Chantal,
1: you want to go first? Yeah, I mean, Sh- I, I agree. agree. Can, go first? can I call you <laughs> Shanny? No. <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. No. <laughs> 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 can I say, hey,
2: Cryer? No no, <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, no, no, you. My Tokyo sister in arms. My Tokyo
1: sister. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I completely agree with you, what you were saying. Um, uh, Who was it that I was watching? I think it was Jojo Talks Too Much that I was watching his, like, thoughts on each episode. And he was the one that was, like, pointing out, like, I really like how, like, how the color, like, how you said the color palette is, like, soft and everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, if he hadn't pointed that out, I wouldn't have noticed. It. I was like, yeah, he has a point. And I started noticing it more and more. As the episodes go on, and it's just really, really pretty. And even like when they include it in their artwork and everything, you, like it all comes together, and it's just—it's so beautiful.
2: Mm. I mean, I feel like there's—you can't really I feel like you can't really express on that anymore. I mean, but you know, visually, it was it, everything felt like it
0: glistened.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you, Mia? Um. So yeah, I totally love. I agree with you guys. I love the the subtlety of the colors, how soft they are. But I also like the grittiness of some of the visuals. Like part of oh. the parts of the OP are very gritty and very like mm. saturated. You know, like. 'Cause for a good long while they didn't show you Yuki's face in the OP and then yeah, after yeah, yeah. and then like, you know, after you see what happened, then they show his face, but even then it's still with like a saturated kind of like grittiness on like overlay over it. And the, sometimes the, um, the, the colors went very dim. Yes. Went mm-hmm. dim. And I love you know, especially in the scenes at night, it's still like the soft colors and everything, like the dark um, you know, cool colors like the dark blues and the navies and the, you know, deep purples and stuff, but I, I, it still had like a grittiness because it's at nighttime, and you know, we're in like some, you know, bar that plays, that has all the band gigs, and you know, we're walking down the street, and it's late at night, and like, just the way the shadows would fall on certain characters, like when they would have the scenes of, you know, people talking to each other at night, sitting around, you know, in the park, or on the side yeah, of the this, road, and yeah. I love I mean, that. This like this is
2: like a you know this is like a private place. This, yes. is, secluded, this is a secluded, mm-hmm. secluded hangout.
0: Yeah, and, and... then yeah, and then when when it's more open and beautiful, like when they go to the beach, um, both scenes at the beach, like the scene with Mafu and Yuki, and then the, later on the scene with uh Unoyama and Mafu when they go to the beach like, later. Like, it's that, those happier, lighter colors, it's, like, more oranges, kind of matching Mm -hmm. with, like, Mafuyu's hair and his eye color, and, you know, like, brighter blues, and, you know, like, it looks like there's more light, which Mm -hmm. I really liked, especially when they're outside, you know, out in the air, and the wind's blowing, and it's like a subtle breeze, and you can see, see all of that, I loved that. Well, I was going to say that that beach scene with bloody Yuki
2: and Mafuya. that, that what that was something that irritated me about that scene. I think it was, Mafuya, some. I think it was about forgetting. Oh, you'll forget about this. You'll forget about this day. And I can't remember what Mafuya's response was. Was it he was going to forget or he wasn't? He wasn't. Uh, he
0: wasn't. He wasn't going to. Because Yuki yeah. was insisting like, ah, he'll just you're gonna forget it's okay like no that's right
2: I I remember <laughs> what I said when we failed our first recording at this um <laughs> um I said it frustrated me you know it's like I would feel insulted I'm like you know I am can get you know I can get worked up sometimes pretty easy but yeah I would feel a bit offended you know I you know I feel like to cherish my memories and such and I was like, hey, man, that's not cool. Like, you know, you mm-hmm. can't say that to me because you know me. You know, I get worked up about this sort of thing. And, of course, why would I not remember, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, I, I would have loved it if Mafuya had just maybe rebutted against mm-hmm. that. That would have been funny. But, you know, hey, I am i can't get what I want always. So <laughs> <laughs> I I will I want all that I want from the given movie. I need some I need some <laughs> raw, gritty, dark drama somewhere <laughs> with Haruki and Akihiko, and the tequila will happen regardless. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it won't be tequila. I think it might be vodka. You know, gotta stay safe, people. Tequila is too much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I kind of feel the same way. A little frustrated at that scene in particular, just because I wanted mm. more scenes of the two of them like to see what their relationship was like not just like a a montage flashback like i wanted a conversation and i that's what i liked about that scene is that we got an actual like conversation between them yeah. um He just kind of leaves things half but empty, yeah anyway.
2: it, yeah i half empty so but i don't like half bent bottle either. i don't <laughs> like half empty bottle anyway but yeah so that was just that was just something reminded me when you t- talked about beaches, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> I wanted to say. But, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, and animation, yeah, well, it was was great, encompassed alongside you know the characters and the story, and then we move on to
1: the music.
2: Mm.
0: Oh man, so good. <laughs> the- I'll let you I'll let you start off as Mia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Well, I in general just the music is amazing like it's i love i love the op i love the ending um great choices on like what they chose they really give you that op really gives you a sense of what the show is about and like the lyrics of the op um give you hints as to what's you know what the content of the of the story is and then the ending is just like a sweet little you know a kind of like anecdote i guess at the end of every episode and it's very hopeful sounding and i really liked it and then just the music in general like you know the music that they played like their instrumental kind of stuff before they you know add mafia on to the group was like really cool like i loved hearing that like i just it makes you want to like be in a band even though like i don't know how to play any fucking instrument ever like at all i don't know how to play anything um, but I just, I loved the music, like, even just the, the OST is just, it really fits, it really works with, with the show, like, I think they really just, like, knocked it out of the park with that.
1: Yeah, the OST is just so beautiful, it's, I, like, remember some of the OSTs, like, playing in the background with, like, this really quiet moments and like ah, like it's so good and then like you were saying you have like an opening that's just like going full out with the visuals and the song is like great and then you have like a softer ending with just this cute little puppy that's Mafuyu's dog and I <laughs> love how they always say like oh that ca- that looks like Mafuyu because They always, like a lot of the characters, always mention he's like, he's kind of like a little dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that his dog looks kind of like him. He looks like his Mm -hmm.
1: dog. And whenever they think of uh, Mafuyu, like anytime they have like those little bubbles, like it's always a dog. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think is so funny. But the music overall, I mean, there's not much for me to say. It's just really great and i would gladly buy the soundtrack if i could
0: <laughs> me too for sure i would definitely buy the ost yeah
2: after research i haven't listened to the original soundtrack yet usually i buy my soundtracks from cd japan me too so mm-hmm. yeah they're usually pretty pretty good but um music for me yeah it was of course i knew it was going to be a standout you know this is a boys love drama music I feel like the genres were hit on the nail I lost my train of thought then this they just hit the net on, hit the head on the nail for the genres it meant for drama it met. it hit that one it hit for the boys love aspect and then music um, was next to that so we have the British influence of bands with the episode titles and one fun fact I think one of the, the all these little things I loved learning about the guitar you know, as Ritsuka is teaching um, Mafuya, you know, how to use a guitar. And um, like in the first, I think the first or the second episode, I love it that Ritsuka is drawn back to the guitar. Um, You know, he sees himself in, you know, Mafuya, and um, you know, kind of reminded me of you know, I- I'm like, I don't feel like I'm the world's greatest singer. I was like in choir for like three years of my high school life, and um, I, 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 I didn't know if I would go back to like being in the choir. I was in primary school, and then I, you know, I saw in one of the really good singers in our choir. She was really, really good. Her name was Grace, and she had such a graceful voice. Oh, and um, <laughs> and I. <laughs> it just uh, watching her reminded me of you know like oh well how much I, I i do like singing and you know wanted to join the choir and stuff so i kind of related to that with um, ritsuka seeing himself in mm-hmm. wanting to pick up the guitar again it's, it's always the same when you see someone else doing something you're just like you know i really want to do that it's the same with like my blog you know person who um she was called lilac anime reviews um was the biggest inspiration around my blog and just you know seeing her how she was doing her reviews it inspired me to create mine and here i am today and uh, (laughs) and, um i like that concept such a
0: simple impactful concept yeah it is i to use I i totally agree yeah like Getting back into YouTube and posting videos and stuff like like last year, you know, I just decided, like, because I watched, you know, people's pre scouting videos. Like I was watching Gigi's videos, like a lot. Like, Anime Plaza, Gigi. Oh, Gigi's um, a horrible influence. Watching videos. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Kidding, girl. If you're listening to this, kidding. I love you um Yeah, so I was watching her videos, and then I watched Chantal's videos. And, um, like, I just, it made me want to post videos again, because I had done YouTube, like, a while ago, you know, just kind of posting stupid stuff, but, like, mm. yeah, it inspired me to be like, you know what, I can totally do that, and I want to, like, it's fun, I loved doing it, I remember having fun doing it. Yeah, that's and... what you say, you say, yeah, bitch, I'm yeah, doing this. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, yes, bitch, I'm doing it, and it was, I mean, it was the same when I did theater, you know, seeing... You know, being a director and everything, and like seeing kids coming in and being so excited and really wanting to learn, and like I could see myself, you know, uh, like seeing myself as that as a kid again, or like that age, you know, seeing people get really excited or you know feel like I I trusted them, I I put my trust in them that I I felt that they could do a role well and they you know would do it, and it would just like it would make me really want to perform again myself so you know i did do yeah. that a few times after directing you know i would still audition for stuff performed in in shows and and it like you know kind kinds of reinvigorated me into wanting to to do that again for a brief time
2: yeah i think it also applies in the sense of you know to stop you know procrastinating yeah obviously you know do the things you want to do you know like i didn't know that you know i'd be running a blog for four years going on five in january and you know it's like why why bother like why divulge your time to like three hours spend on a post and you know, read people's posts and um you know it comes down to you just you, you simply love it and ritsuka was simply love the guitar and you know I just love seeing that fire come back to him mm-hmm. you know that, that fire that, uh-huh. that passion because you can't do certain hobbies without community and you know like I you know I couldn't now I wanted to you know in the beginning I wanted to blog for myself but now it's about people who follow me and it's about also you know talking the crazy anti-talk um but yeah it becomes about half yourself and then half uh, yeah, as a content mm-hmm. creator and it becomes about you've for people like who follow you and stuff you know you want to you know i do kind of want to entertain people and you know like a lot of people like my fun humorous content and i like i like bringing that you know that's me that's my jam so you know just
1: yeah just just that just the
2: that those in that episode one and two which either it was i think it was episode two you know seeing you know him ritsuka you know passionate about something again it'd been a while since an anime had hit me like that for a while so it was nice it was nice and um i as you said with the music you know yeah opening theme i mean the ending theme i didn't mind it It wasn't my favorite of course the opening theme and i was going to add on to you mia that um that you know openings always give away what's going to happen in a series you know what that never clicked with me for the longest time and it wasn't until i got into this community deeper and started the blog and shit and then i and then reading people's posts it's like oh there is actually meaning in people in openings it just never occurred to me for a long long ass time yeah. and i don't know much about the opening theme um the singer uh, it's uh, his name is Scent. it sounds like centipede but it's like centimillimental uh, there's not much known about the singer i've done a lot of research but one of the fun things was, was a few a couple of the soundtracks is sung by the voice, the Japanese voice actor of Mafuya, which is Shogo Yano. Uh, which I loved his voice when he was singing um, you know, in episode nine. Ugh, mm-hmm. it's like got this it's just got this voice that's just swallow like swallows you up. It's it was just raspy and full of angst towards the lyrics and Oh, I was like, yeah, love this. I could listen to more (laughs) of this voice. But yeah, I love the use of the instrument, the use of the guitar instrumentals as well. In particular scenes, it was just so calm. Made me feel like I was like in Spain. I had a glass of wine the guitars <laughs> playing in the background. <laughs> made me feel like I was in Spain, the, these guitar instrumentals it did. It's, it's alright to say, oh yeah, the, the music was great and stuff, but for me it's like, I, I've got to relate it to something, so I felt like I was in Spain. Line, just sitting back, looking out on this vineyard view of a valley. That's where it made me feel like I was at. <laughs>
0: did, did the music make you feel like that? Feel like you were somewhere? like that it made me feel like i was honestly made me feel like i was there in this in the story in Mm, the scenes like i it really i don't know if i felt i don't know why i i I just i felt included in the story when like i would hear Mm. like the music playing like it's like it's it's bringing it's you know wrapping its arms around me and like pulling me into the into the scene, like, yeah, I just, I don't know, guitar is such a cool instrument, and like, I guess it's, I don't know if that's, like, the most basic thing to say, because it's a guitar, like, oh, everybody likes guitar, but, like, I really found, like, a new, like, appreciation for it, even though, like, I've never played one, never picked one up, never learned how to play it, nothing, I know zero, I know jack shit about playing the guitar I think we all know
2: about jack shit about playing guitar but I feel (laughs) I mean I know a little bit because I had a friend who played guitar and stuff but you know there's all there's all these little there's all these little references in the series itself like one of the the main guitar Ritsuka uses is called a Gibson it's a famous guitar brand that was started up in 1894 and some of the episode titles of the British bands quite I looked it up quite about three or four of them their brands that they mainly primarily used was gibson this person who is the ceo of it he's done you know for people like um a a lot of like famous country like country singers and like band members like they've done it for um i think lincoln park and famous bands like arctic monkeys were one like that so that wasn't that was a cool reference to have in the series I love that. But I think that's from watching so many seasonal episodes weekly, like you start to notice all these little things more instead of like when you're binging, it's like, yeah, yeah, come on, come on story. And it's like, (laughs) oh, seasonals make you take the time to notice the little details. That is what I've come to appreciate about seasonal anime. Makes me slow down, makes me look at the little things. So I would never have noticed that little thing about the Gibson famous brand thing. Uh, if if I if I binged all of this, I reckon.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I think yeah. Noticing the subtleties, especially because like you know, with seasonal anime, you have to wait a week for it to come out. So like it gives you a chance to kinda like rewatch it, like study it episode process by it. episode. Yeah,
1: process <laughs> oh,
0: it. Like well, you know it's gonna be hell when it's high Q. It's oh, gonna man.
2: be hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I'm already going through that with Jahia Faru right now. I'm oh so are I'm not even he... caught up. I'm only on episode one still oh, at the moment. <laughs> Oh man. I feel like we've covered the musical aspect. Well, I'm going to say, did you have a favorite scene with the music that you loved? With a scene and the music? Oh my god, I just tripped on that question.
0: <laughs> Besides the song in episode 9? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think when uh when Unoyama's like writing the music for the song like when he gets really into it, and you can see him like practicing, you kind of hear a little oh, bit of yeah. like what the what mm. the guitar is sounding like, and he like you know they all kind of like trade it off, like okay, here's the guitar, uh, Akihiko like you put the you record the drums, and then we will record the bass later, and they like put it together. Like I'm, I really liked that part, seeing like just how you know like that kind of process goes through with yeah with people, you know, just it in was bands a nice like upbeat tempo, yeah. Um, when you're listening in. What
2: about you, Miss Chantal? Shani?
1: I was gonna say, like, before I even watched Given, I thought, because, um, one of the voice actors, which is, uh, Um, Yama's voice actor, he is in, uh, in Prince Lama.
2: Oh, his voice.
1: Mm. So, his singing voice, <laughs> I was expecting him to sing... Something and I was a little disappointed. I was like, oh, damn it, because this man has such a beautiful voice, and he also does the ending songs for Kono Ototomare, and they're just so freaking beautiful. I'm like, this man is like basically like second to Mamoru Miyano, and <laughs> that's saying a lot because I absolutely
2: love freaking Mamoru Miyano. Yeah, his voice actor, Rit- um, Ritsuka's, which is Yuma, um, uch China, or something we will call him. Yeah. I can't even pronounce <laughs> that bloody name. <laughs> yeah, he's been he's been in he's been in quite a few things. I've become a massive fan of him. As soon as I heard his voice for um, Rits, Ritsuka, I'm like, oh, oh my god, because he does the voice of Kyo from Fruits Basket. Yes, the new one. I'm just he, this man has been in and he played Ash links. Yeah, he was Ash in Vanilla. I know. I was like, oh. <laughs> He popped up on my radar since this year. I'm just like, mm-mm-mm. Yeah, he's, he's got a divine voice. <laughs> of, nearly next to Mamorelle, you know. Yeah. We're not going to talk about Mamorelle because we'll start off Miss Shani and... <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Y- y'all know that Chantal and I are going to just gush over Mama, like, for the rest of our lives till we die. <laughs> and, I'll-
2: and I'll tell you girls that you might need to get a new life you might need to be reincarnated (laughs) <laughs> Joking, you can be reincarnated along, along, alongside any of your husbandos. I still think we need to do that episode where date me or trash me. Yeah, I think that will be a divine episode. Look forward to that for the future, folks. Uh, <laughs> but uh, a favorite, a favorite scene for me, or we'll end the music segment in a minute. I think I've gone on about the music a lot. Um, was the um was the scene where uh Rits- ritsuka come goes to visit mafuya he's sick in bed oh yes and then he sits beside him and the instrumental comes on the guitar and it's just so soft it's like so subtle and i just and then you know like mafuya's like you know so like out of it from the fever and he just like puts his hand up against it and ritsuka's like mm!
0: I I they I love love <laughs> and
2: the guitar tempo picks up a little bit and oh it's just so beautiful <laughs> i just <laughs> love that scene of the music uh, like me too the the, the, the the just the the moving of the fingers of the pitch fingers i'm like oh god this is perfect oh my god so yeah that was just another scene aspect
0: yes i love that scene too yeah this the soft like seeing him like cuddle against his fingers is like the cutest oh my god i did. died
2: <laughs> like, that was a scene i died more than episode nine like i knew it was coming the build-up but that scene i died in i'm like why is it always these innocent scenes where fall <laughs> falling to pieces yeah our tissue boxes are empty and then we have none there's no new fresh ones and, in and the
0: house. I- and, like, this, this, like I said, the quietness, like I said before, you know, just how, all the quiet moments. Like, that's one of those quiet moments that I just really, really loved because it shows you their their relationship with each other at that point. Like, they're comfortable enough for it to be quiet and it's soft and, you know, it's super fucking adorable because he's, like, touching his cheek. And, like, that's the cutest Dude, thing ever. <laughs> podcast. I did not know if it was... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Kidding! I, I did. That's, that's good. I don't get to swear all that much. <laughs> um, I keep my podcast very clean.
0: <laughs> now we, you can say whatever you want here.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I just remembered. I
1: think we're ending on the music. No one has anything to add on the music. There were, I want to talk about that scene where the mm-hmm. guitar strings break. Oh yeah. Oh. And... <gasps> oh my God! You. Oh, you just reminded me. I knew I was going to forget something. Because oh. I really like the symbolism and then hearing Ueno-yama talk about it too, how he kind of like mentions how like the heart can be like the hearts, like the guitar strings, they're really fragile and like they could snap at any moment. Oh,
2: I can read you the quote. I actually have it right in front of me written down. Oh, no. um, <laughs> I wanted to mention this quote. I'm like the the the, the like the bloody the connection between that, that scene and love i'm like oh i want to mention that. the heart is like strings on a guitar when they aren't firm enough no sound comes out only when they're tightened to the verge of snapping do they turn into a giant wave surging in on into your eardrums oh god that's a beautiful quote
0: it's like yeah mm-hmm. that, right there those are those are Poetic words. Oh.
2: Without when when Yuma yeah, is <laughs>
1: saying
0: the Ritsuka,
2: it's like, it's the perfect, it's, it's a beautiful harmony. Harmony to my ears. It's harmony to my ears.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love I that symbolism with like the guitar strings and like seeing that, uh, you know, Unayama is the one who repairs the guitar strings twice, like on screen, like we see him repair Mafuyu's guitar twice, two times. It's super symbolic because, you know, then the second time, that's like right before the gig, like right before they perform the song for the first time, right before Mafuyu realizes that he's in love with Uenoyama as well. And it's just like the symbolism is so heavy there of like, and, and you know, of course the title Wonderwall as well with episode 10, like after that, it's just like, yeah, Uenoyama is his like, his new wonder while he's like his savior like he he is the one who will like put him back together and fix his guitar strings fix his heart every single time and i just like love that symbolism of like yeah. the guitar strings
1: and like even in the first episode when mafuyu is like ah, uh, like he thinks it the guitar can't be fixed until unoyama's like, Let me fix that for you like and he gets excited, he's like, You can actually fix that? So I thought that was like symbolic in its own way because it kinda just goes with his relationship with Yuki now. Um, now that he's gone and he's just like, Well, there's no way I can fix this, how can I move on? And then here you come Uunoyama to the rescue <laughs> without even knowing it. Yeah. And he fixes it. And that starts like the little process of mafuyu, like healing slowly mm-hmm. as time goes on.
0: So much mm. symbolism. So good. I love foreshadowing and symbolism. Uh, can you tell I, I'm a creative writing. made sure that I have a degree in creative writing. (laughs) So I just love that foreshadowing symbolism stuff, and I love that. That quote is just like, that is just like melodic words to my ears, like there doesn't have to be an actual melody, it's just like, oh man, that quote, that quote is so good. Uh I think everything that they, all of the like prophetic quotes like that in this show work really well. Like it's, it never comes off as like cheesy. It's very real, it's very honest
2: glad you meant I'm glad you mentioned that um, Chantel, because I nearly forgot about that scene I'm like shit um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I-, I-, I feel like I feel like I feel like we've said everything we've said about given mm-hmm. I think
0: so too. Mm-hmm. Right. think so I think we've gushed about it enough <laughs> mm. <laughs> maybe it'll get people to go watch it if they already haven't but like if you already haven't seen given what is wrong with you go watch it right now. Go binge it. There, all the episodes. Are
1: there. <laughs> Come on,
0: make your twenty nineteen good. Like you know, finish your twenty nineteen off strong by watching Given. People out there who haven't seen it yet. Yeah, Given was just
2: like it, it. Like as I said before, it was I said my words special and divine. It was. It's something special for the boys love genre. Um, especially will appeal to people who don't watch a lot of um, boys love in general, as you know. may have you've heard before you know the stigma and the label that comes with boys love that a lot of the relationships focused on in you know manga and anime is you know people being about consent and people being like taken against their will pressure um consent is the biggest issue in boys love it is and it's something that will never stop being talked about it's the same in yuri and um you know given is refreshing um on that aspect even though some of the things that do happen in series of course some of them are like are a little bit like unrealistic of how simple it is like in the lgbt community side of things when you don't have like a full understanding of that it's still to me given is a great representation of that and it's a great gateway for people who don't like you know full on graphicness um just it's a good series just to ease their way into it if, if boys love is something they're interested in giving a go so given has been something i recommended over and over again and it's good that you know maybe for the future it gives me hope that we'll have other series like this you know like we have Mm -hmm. the label of like shonen eye where shonen eye people classes it's it's boys love but it doesn't have the full-on graphicness but to me like boys love is boys love um If you pronounce it yaoi it's all the same thing it is so but it's 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 important you know when you say boys love because people think the stigma of oh my god this is about consent it's just full on sex you're gonna see but you know body parts i don't want to see um you know it's important you need to say to people about you know what you know that it's not heavily doesn't have heavily explicit content you're not going to see overly graphic parts you know it's important that you say that to people um you know because you know i've you know i recommended someone given and they're like always does it have heavy expected content and i said no not at all you'd see nothing at all It's really purely based on drama the drama aspect and the musical aspect so i can see why you know people who are non-lovers of the boys love genre will be drawn to titles like um drawn to titles like given and um i just can't think of any other ones off the the top of my head possibly another one i could say is love stage i think i've only read like the first volume of the manga and it didn't seem like it had the heavy explicit content i don't know i haven't watched with the new dub yet i haven't watched it but yeah so given will be it's a special one Mm -hmm. special
0: Mm -hmm. i think it is a pretty good gateway and i just think i like first and foremost like i think people should just watch it because the story is so good like it doesn't Hmm. matter um who is in love with who like, you know, in this, in the show, it doesn't matter who you're in love with the, the, the real like important part about given is the story and that it's just a love story. It's a drama and that it's about really interesting characters, regardless of uh, their gender, sex, whatever they identify as. um, It doesn't matter. It's a good story. And I think it's a story that a lot of people should watch because it's really, really great. And like, it's, it, it gets you in there, man. Like it's emotional. It brings you, it brought me to tears. It brings other people to tears. It makes people feel a lot of different things. And yeah, I think, you know, recommending it, I should, you know, yeah, you should say like, you know, it's people say it's boys love. Sure. Uh, but it's not explicit. Like there's nothing explicit about it. It's yeah, it's more solely based on the characters and their relationships with each other as people first and foremost. It's, like sex has nothing to do with, with the story. Well, not yet. Well, yeah. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> I but to add it on. You know, we got the movie. Yeah. So, of course. Well, you, you know. know. But you know, I mean, even even so, like that's just one tiny element of the story. It, but it's not like the like again, like it's not an explicit thing. Like it's not like oh yeah, like there's all this like you know, it, uh, graphic depictions of things and blah 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 like. Like, no, this, it's not what it is. Like, I mean, it's kind of hinted at, sort of. But, I mean, I I mostly watched it because I wanted to watch a good story. And I wanted to watch people fall in love with each other. And that's what I got. So I'm happy.
1: Yeah, it's just, like you guys were saying, it's just so pure. And no sparkly dicks, as Mia would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Not yet, anyway. No sparkly but sparkly
0: dicks. But yeah. right now,
1: no sparkly dicks inside. <laughs> oh my goodness
0: <laughs> if you want to know the context of that is because when i read killing stalking there was just sparkly dicks everywhere and oh i that's... haven't read that yet that <laughs> um so yeah if you ever wanted to read that sparkly dicks everywhere
1: but yeah no uh, yeah.
0: No sparkly dicks in Given. You don't need the sparkly dicks. Yeah.
1: Given is pretty much, uh, I think, Lita, you said this before too in the last time. It's a lot similar to Bloom into You, like in the pureness aspect. Oh my God, you're so good, (laughs) Chantal.
2: I can't remember what I said. I had everything ready last time, I was ready. And now I'm just like, this time, some forgotten shit. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yes. Yes. I did say it was the Yuri. I'd said that the version of Given and Yuri was Blooming to You to me. I know the mm-hmm. story is kind of different, but um it had the similar sense, tone of comfort for people mm-hmm. who were non-lovers of the genre or, or are trying out. So, yes. Good girl. Excellent point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Yeah, just just go watch it guys. Yes, please so go watch Given. Go watch it. get a dub, it. I will die if oh, we man. get a dub. Oh man,
0: I I, I, I I have, I'm holding out hope for that just because, I mean, no one's picked it up to license it yet, but well, hopefully... Well, yeah, well, the manga's got like picked up, we're getting five hopefully, volumes. Hopefully, hopefully someone will pick up the anime licensing um and want to dub it because i would be very interested in seeing uh i have a feeling
2: it might i think it will like i don't think there's i don't think it's not going to
1: yeah i have a feeling um Sentai might pick it up since they've been picking up um yeah a lot of those
2: oh i want to watch i'm waiting i want to buy it i want to buy the dub for the new dub for love stage I don't know why, it sounded so good. I know Gigi was going on about it. I think it was directed by David Wall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this dub.
0: Mm -mm." Yeah, hopefully if someone picks up the anime for licensing, it's Sentai. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, they've had such a good track record so far with Mm. more, like, LGBTQ kind of centered anime uh, dubs. And, you know, like, they get the right people to do it, man. Like, Mm. I mean, (laughs) come on. It's only 11 episodes, like... Y'all can do it. Y'all can do it. Sentai, you come through every single time. You guys come through for like a lot of a lot of us in different fandoms and stuff. Like, so I think they could definitely mm. do Blue, a good dub. You
2: got a dub. Boom into you got a dub, and I love that. So. Mm-hmm. Get
0: one. only a matter of time come on sentai let's go i will because i also want to buy it on dvd and like i want to get a good quality you know yeah disc set These girls like, are ready they're ready with
2: their boxes of tissues
0: so like i'm i'm willing to shell out my money to to like buy it on, on Chantel spent. <laughs> i spent four dollars on my fan prints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I spent I spent sixty dollars. I spent sixty dollars on a, I, I spent sixty dollars <laughs> on a freaking keychain set of all the characters. I'm willing to spend another sixty or seventy dollars on a DVD slash or Blu-ray set in, from Sentai, in, even if they don't dub it. I don't care. In my In my defense. I
2: I am eyeing these Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, these Tanjiro earrings. I need those in my life. They've come to $50 altogether, so I'm eyeing those right now. I will be an expensive fan then. I will. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> I mean, Sen- Sentai, like I said, Sentai's been coming through. I hope they mm. I hope they get, uh, they better get Banana Fish, too, because oh, that, ne- ne- oh, that needs a I, DVD need release,
2: too. Speaking of anime distributors, you know, next to Sentai, we're talking American here, um, I love Disco Tech. Disco Tech brings me the, the old shit. I'm like, I love you guys. Like, they gave me my, they re-released my Beyblade. That was my ch- entire childhood, like, right there. They re-released it all three seasons and i could die happy now like that i could die happy now but both my girls i have a question that
0: Yay. i mentioned at the <laughs> beginning of this podcast we have a and we have a fun a fun time for the end of this for you guys so yeah oh, Luna ask thanks. your your lovely question for us who out
2: of all the boys this is including the side characters we'll include the side characters this time um we didn't really talk about the side characters oops um (laughs) (laughs) give it a mention maybe um i should mention actually that the sister uh, ritsuka's sister she was hilarious especially the bit where like he throws a bottle bottle at her head when she just can't seem to give up on akihiko that was hilarious um Mm -hmm. But my question is, who out of the boys are we taking to bed? <laughs> I will who? gladly take Unoyama. <laughs> why?
0: Tell us your reasoning, Chantal.
2: Yeah, why? I mean, you can't say just because he's hot.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's a given. Uh-huh. It's a
1: given. <laughs> 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 it's a given. <laughs> I just love like how he freaks out over like the littlest things and yeah. I think that would be so much fun. like I <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like, I feel like if you, I feel like if you just touched him, like, even on the shoulder, he would be like, oh, God.
1: He'd just pass out and die.
0: <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs>
1: yeah, you
0: couldn't do anything. I'd just be like, well, there he goes. I tried. What about you, Miss Mia? Can okay. You the older so, you I, I still, I still am going to keep <laughs> my same answer <laughs> from the last um, time when we failed, uh, when our recording went, went, uh haywire um, nobody heard that yeah I'm not re-recording this <laughs> yeah no of course not um no so i i would like i mean i love unoyama i love mafia cute mm-hmm. as can be cute 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 love them oh, wait, wait. love them oh, the, yeah i love the innocence of them but i would like more of an experienced yes so and you know i mean akihiko ain't shy he's like i've been with every kind of which way doesn't matter i'm like bro uh yeah i would pick akihiko because of his experience i would love that i want not because i'm inexperienced or anything but i would like I can't for, imagine you are girls. That's, that's for me to know, and for you guys to uh, never find out. Never find. I'm just kidding. Um, we can do. <laughs> um, no, I. I mean, he has. He definitely would have more experience than than I.
2: Um, we,
0: we, so. we should
2: say that you know we're answering this question purely if these guys were like straight, okay, not and not and not and, liking guys and real, yeah, and real, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just just fyi for those who think oh my god what you want to do it with gay guys i'm like no this is a, supposed to be a fun question it's just a fun okay? question right there you um, go just thought I'd throw that out there disclaimer we'll funny, do a disclaimer just
0: a fun silly question <laughs> yeah no i would pick him also because like i mean he's pretty sexy he's got like the like, piercings going on, like, I would like to, it would be interesting to kiss somebody with, like, lip piercings all right, and you've got a nice, a nice, big, sparkly dick. Yeah, exactly. Giant, <laughs> big, sparkly dicks. But day. I don't know,
2: all the macho ones, they can end up having small ones, you know, like wieners, sausages, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: You know, I later just say that. I think that's the most
2: graphic I've ever been on a podcast.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would pick. I'd pick Akihiko because he's experienced and he's really chill. So you know, like if I was like nervous or anything, like he would be pretty like calm and cool about it. So I feel like I would have like a pretty good time. I mm. so that's why I would pick him.
2: And you, Lita, who would you pick? Everyone should know. Everyone should know my pick. Um. Which is, well, you know, of course, Ritsuka, I mean, you know, I I would pick, you know, it'd be obvious to pick him, but I'm not picking him. I'm picking Cinnamon Roll.
0: Yes!
2: (laughs) Now, you know, Ritsuka, yeah, because, you know, maybe I like innocent ones just to break them a bit, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You know, break, corrupt them. I like to corrupt. No, I'm not kidding. No, do I really corrupt in real life? Oh, that's for me to know and for you to never find out. But no, my fool, yeah. I don't know. It seems to be, seems to be the innocent ones that I just get drawn to.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I kind of just want to corrupt you. Not saying I'm a total expert, but you know, I just—it's probably just the—it's the innocent, innocent factor. And I guess if I was going to choose out of. Um, if I was going to choose of Akihiko and Haruki, I probably would go Akihiko. Not because he's experienced, but probably because he's got a big sparkly dick. Probably, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, my I just I've got this, you know, drawn to drawn to his drawn to his innocence, and you know, he, he'll 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 be he'll be fine once I'm done with him. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, th- those are all our answers, folks, who we would take to bed, including sparkly dicks.
0: Always, it's got to include sparkly dicks, man.
2: <laughs> that's just gonna be a thing now in my stuck in my head all day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll, that's what that's what will make you girls so. Girl soon, so never.
0: now now we're gonna rate all of our. Uh, now you guys can rate all of our videos, one out of ten or one to ten sparkly dicks. So ten being the <laughs> best,
2: can, one being the worst. Juicy dislike.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's how we're gonna rate everything now. The big fat juicy uh, ten, dislikes <laughs> ten out of ten sparkly dicks. <laughs> That'd be so d cool. Like
2: YouTube, can we just change our can we just change our likes to a up and a down
1: dick? Yeah. We just do that
2: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah or just just a
2: sparkly or can, or can we just have it or can we just have it saying fuck this video and uh, fuck this video and yes fucking yes this video can we <laughs> <laughs> for
0: sure yeah <laughs> or can it just be like a sparkly eggplant emoji like that i would you know you get the reference there
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad this is not my podcast <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: That that's, that's, that's yeah, why I, here... can be here. I can be unclean. Yeah, I can be unclean. Yes, you can. You know. can be as open as as you. Well, not too open, but you know, you can be as no, open no, as you we, want. Do have a yes, of course. But, uh, maybe um... the title
2: of this podcast: Living with big sparkly dicks. Maybe <laughs> not. You draw people away. You want to clickbait them given anime talk you want to clickbait ten. Them. out that's of what 10 we do 10 out of 10 sparkly dicks that's what, that's what we con- concrete i'm about to say concrete <laughs> creators i mean that's what we content creators do we clickbait you all and you come that's what we do apparently not all of us are like that just so you know fyi <laughs>
0: <laughs> well if we don't have any more fun questions I'm trying to think if there's any like fun questions I
2: have. No, I asked the most important one. That was the only important one. Yeah. I mean you know, we can ask ones like who would you want to, you know, whose body would you want to put melted chocolate all over? You know, like we oh, can yeah. go down that we can go down that route, but it's like, well, you know, we just <laughs> favorite favorites then. Which ones I can I can get really deep and ask which ones do you wanna which ones do you want to really corrupt out of all of them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to destroy their
0: innocence? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I mean, yeah, we could probably talk about that, like, for another, like, three hours, probably.
2: Probably. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Then nobody will come for your podcast yeah, and no one's gonna all Yeah, li-
0: no you. one will listen to it because it'll be way too long. <clears throat> <laughs> well, I think, <laughs> I think that is all of our thoughts. Um. Guys, let us know what you thought in the comments. Give us your answer to that question that we were just asked. Look my eyes, my big sparkly dicks. If you like sparkly dicks, guys, let let me know. Let us know in the comments as well. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us uh, in this episode, Lita. It was so much fun uh, revisiting Given with you.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I, My takeaway of this is, well, big sparkly dicks, and Mia <laughs> likes experience, right? <laughs> and I'll
0: tell you,
2: I can call Chantel Shanny from now on. Shanny, Miss Shanny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i had a fabulous time my dears I'm it glad. was wonderful i'm glad maybe we'll ask you back in the future for uh you know if we ever want to huh? <laughs> uh? yeah, yes for sure for <laughs> that or you know if we if we do uh something on ha- season three. Furu or even Q <laughs> season four i'm down for that uh Shantana, sign me up for, yeah. <laughs> for chihai
2: Furu. no one else can take that place now that's <laughs> podcast position is taken by yours truly
0: (laughs) we will keep that in mind that will be a
2: long ass time so oh yes for sure ready for a four or five hour podcast people
0: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i think that is it again thank you so much for joining us lita uh for this very long bonus episode on given um chantal thanks so much for picking given i'm so glad we got to talk about it um, I'm That's sure you're time. glad. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure you're glad to talk about it, uh, Chantal.
1: Yes, it was She's a not good really. time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the best
2: time. I'm not really. I'm mortified. I would spend my la- next few hours sitting here talking
0: about Given Again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um Just kidding. So uh, our next pick for uh, November. Um, like our official pick for November is going to be uh, Tsuki <gasps> So The
2: middle school one! Be... Oh my god, I'm such a huge advocate for that one. So be oh, yeah.
0: on the lookout for that, guys, because that's going to come out very, very soon. What, what made you want to
2: watch that one, out of curiosity?
0: Uh, that one was Erica's pick.
2: Oh! She's got good taste then. Yeah, oh.
0: so she that's when the that she 20, picked. So 20, that's, 20, what he's no that's what we're... That's what we're going to do for the official November episode. So guys, be on the lookout for that. Please go watch it. It's on Crunchyroll. Uh, Right now, you can go binge it. It's like 12 episodes, so it shouldn't take you very long to finish it. Powerful, powerful. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, So yeah, be on the lookout for that, guys. And uh, then we'll tell you what's going on for December in the next episode. And you'll get to find out what I have picked for December. I'm really excited for the December pick, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Chantal knows, but she's not going to tell you because she forgot <laughs> no <laughs> i'm i'm not going to say because it's a surprise mm. a good surprise a, su- a surprise that i i uh it, my love for it was reinvigorated recently so that's why we're going to we're so going to watch we're going to watch a no <laughs> no guessing <laughs> Um, so, you'll have to find out what it is when we record for the next episode, guys. But uh, we're going to leave uh, everyone's info in the description down below. So, you know, go follow me and Chantal on our own Twitters and subscribe to our YouTube channels. Um, and please subscribe to this podcast if you already haven't. Like, I don't know why you haven't if you're listening to this. And you got this far in the video. <laughs> um... Mia is very forceful, people. Do not listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> And um, please go follow the the podcast Twitter as well. Um, and, of course, we'll put all of uh, Lita's links in the description as well. So please go follow her, follow her anime blog. I have a podcast. And she has a podcast as well. Yes, so. I, have, I have
2: that nerd Lita where we talk about all nerdy things. I have a guest every time, and I won't be having these two on there. Most certainly not. Um <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> no, it will be you no know, we'll, it'll be definitely I'll be having an episode with these lovely ladies and it's gonna be Date or Trash Me. Mm-hmm. Heck Get yeah. ready yes. for
0: the <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, we'll put all of the links in the description. Uh, thank you guys again so much for listening. And, Lita, thanks again for joining us, um, being our special guest for this bonus episode. Oh, on well, thank you. Thank you, Medea.
2: You'll be known for the
0: sparkly dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm totally fine with that. I'm completely content. Totally fine with that. Because, you know what? Whatever. Like, that's if that's what I'm known for now, it's all good. Let the memes come. Bring the memes to me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think we're going to end it here. Chantal, do you have anything else you want to say before we end the episode? a very long outro.
1: Yeah. I think that's about <laughs> it. All right.
0: Cool. <laughs> it is is very long outro. So we're going to stop talking right. now. Yeah, how, how it goes on my podcast. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there goes a plane. See you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> So, we'll see you guys in the next step, in the next video. Um, Be on the lookout. So, see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.